Martin, how you doing? Good, Nick. How are you doing? You were ready to go then, weren't you? I was ready to go, yeah. How'd you wait then? to go. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good, pretty good. It's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's one of those strange weeks where I'm moving from one project to another. Yep. Freelance-wise. So I've got that kind of uh, spaghetti strands of client and code and, you know, working on two things at once. Obviously mm-hmm. not at once, but, you know, trying to satisfy two clients at the same time. Um, but hopefully that'll calm down next week. Yep. Um, but yeah, otherwise, how about you? Good week? Yeah, it's been all right, actually. Yeah, it seems to have gone really quickly. Yeah. It's always because we're recording on a Thursday today rather than a Friday. Yeah. It's amazing how much shorter the week feels when it's one day less. It does, yeah. Start scrubbing <laughs> around on Wednesday for the things that you've got to say. <laughs> yeah, and it always, it's weird because we do, if we usually do it on a Friday. Because Saturday, Sunday, I, I don't generally work these days. I no. used to, but with Isabel now, it's kind of either <clears throat> golfing time or spend time with the family. Yeah. And you kind of get to Monday and it's like, crikey, it's only three or four days till we do the next podcast. I bet get something done for us to talk about. <laughs> Life just seems a lot shorter these days. Yeah. Anyway. It's good, good to have that accountability, though, to keep you focused on doing something. That's very true, yeah. How is uh, how's joined up data? What's the update? Right, well, last time I was talking about, you know, not knowing whether to knock it on the head or not and... Um, giving it a couple of weeks so i was going to look into importing data yep. and how people can use it to prepare the data if they've got complex requirements for um you know getting the data as it is into a format that can be imported somewhere um i have been working on that i've started to put the landing page together but then i kind of i realized that putting the landing page together around importing data was fine but the rest of the site is all geared up around merging excel files which is a bit of a jolt away from yeah, if somebody comes along thinking they're going to be talking about importing, so I got a bit distracted really and started to look around and think, oh, I need to rewrite the whole website and all the copy everywhere. And then probably spent a couple of hours messing about with that. But then I decided actually the best thing to do is just have one landing page, get mm. rid of all the links off it, and put everything on that one page. You know, pricing yeah. the lot. Um, so it's kind of like not long form sales page, but you know, a longer page than it would normally be. So that's. What I'm going to do, I haven't done it, which means I'm behind schedule. So um, maybe it will be more than two weeks before I make the go no go decision. But that's that. Right. Um, yeah, and the other thing was that some some of the keywords were a bit vague. I did a bit, little bit of keyword research, and they're all a bit generic. You know, so the sorts of things people are searching for. You know, it's difficult to know whether they're looking for a product or just something else. You know, so mm. I'll give it a go though. See what happens. I won't spend too much time on it. See what happens with that. Um, but I did also start to look into some other stuff around big data, which is right. a term that I don't really like. And I've never really got very involved in it in the past because, you know, to me, it's kind of similar problems just put under one big label. You know, lots, mm. of, lots of problems managing data and pulling data together. Obviously, there's a lot more uh, data available these days, lots of different data sources and businesses want to pull it all together. And I can understand that, that putting a label on that of big data is is one way of describing that sort yeah. of thing. But it's always annoyed me a bit. And I'm thinking... It's just well, a term so that CEOs can understand it, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. It's kind <clears> of <throat> like a marketing term, isn't it? Just oh, yeah. stick a label on that and everyone knows what it means. But actually, that's rubbish because it's the little bits along that. Mm. And so it kind of... You know, the, my end goal... So I always said that the, the stuff I've been working on with Joined Up Data now is the small stuff. So to try and hopefully get a quick win and, and sell something. And the... The long game was to have a product which was a bit more sophisticated that could be used by bigger businesses perhaps for managing the day-to-day flow of data backwards and forwards, which kind of fits in with the big data thing, although I had never kind of labelled it as that. Um, 
And so I started to, to think, well, maybe I should actually start looking at big data and see if there is anything there that I could mm. flip to. So that's distracted me a little bit as well. And I haven't really done anything with it, but I'm probably going to spend a little bit of time on that. Yeah. I'm kind of, I think, I feel, I feel like I'm in a bit of a state of flux at the moment between it's kind of like the end of it or, or not, depending on what I find. Um, but it's also, I haven't got the next thing lined up. And so I'm still trying to think about what the next thing would be. So yeah. I think if I spend a bit of time researching big data and then if I find something in there, you know, one of the little things that's part of the whole process or the whole um, field of big data that I could do, then then maybe I'll investigate that. Now that yeah. might be anything, you know, a book or, or maybe joined up data would fit into that. I don't mm. know, but I'm going to start looking at that. And then I had the QT thing I was, I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, I'm still keen on that idea. I like the idea of working on that. Um, but, you know, I think I need to, uh, I just need to keep that, you know, mulling that over as well as all the other ideas and right. then something I'll, I'll crystallise. So we've got the criteria from last, talked about my criteria from last week as well. So I'm still trying to... So have you got that criteria figured out yet? Not fully. I mean, it's kind of the same as I had last week. There's sort of three, three or four different points I had. Um, they're still really the same and I've not really nailed it down any further, but um, those are still the, the, what I'm trying to get my head around so anything I do start to think about so I are they? Can evaluate them, it well I mean the main ones are to, to sort of release my time from um, from from money basically so release being paid being directly related to my time uh, the other one was um, not being so I can't remember exactly how I worded it but it's basically not being on the hook to a, somebody ringing me up or sending me an email and expecting a response immediately or, or soon relating to a project that I'm working on with them. Um, so that so uh, that's another one. And then there was the whole thing about solving problems, which is something key, yeah. you know, from the strengths finder and something that I enjoy doing is I want to be learning and, and solving new problems regularly, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So those are the main ones, really. There were, I think there were one or two others that I'd have to check, but those are the main ones I'm trying to keep in mind is that that's, that's my ideal. Yeah. So when I'm going through this stuff, I'm trying to think about that. But it's yeah, it's a state of flux. I'll get the import landing page up and run ads for a week on that, and see if anything happens from that. Um, and then hopefully by then I'll be in a, I'll have a more, much more of a clear idea about what I want to do next. Yep. So we'll see. Cool. How about you? How have you got on with your uh, your actions from last week? So yeah, so the main action was to get. <clears throat> so I got bought the domain name golf.io. Yeah. So I got that transferred okay and set up. Um, and the main action was really to get kind of a landing page up so that I could start, you know, some various lead gen type activities of getting some people to the site to see. And I'm more looking at the moment at the revenue side of that idea. So there's two sides really is for the golfers being able to, to track their stats of how many fairways they hit greens and putts, that kind of thing. Yeah. But then the side that would make business or the main revenue would be the golf pros of being able to have lesson notes and videos and pictures and those kind of things yeah. for all the people that they're teaching. And that would be a monthly subscription type thing. So I set up, I wanted to set up a, a kind of landing page around that and then put some money on some Twitter ads just to target golf pros. Oh, a you have Twitter ads? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just because oh, I hadn't tried them before and I thought it'd be quite easy to set up. Right. So <clears throat> it was quite an interesting process because I realized again, just with trying to get a landing page set up, how lacking in design skills I am. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was sitting there banging my head against the desk really and procrastinating about what to do mm. uh, i checked out lead pages which oh, yeah. is one thing that uh andrew warner on mixergy has promoted before yeah and they seem like a viable option um but from kind of getting into the golf stats tracking 
area of saying it was, I want that to be my forever project. I go back to the church.io site. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I just want a landing page to look nice like this. And I knew he'd, he'd use Bootstrap to do it. And so I started looking around at Bootstrap templates. And it ends up that he ended up actually using um, one of the templates from startbootstrap.com, which is a free template. And oh, so yeah. I just picked the same template as him because it was green and green is to do with golf and so on. Yeah. And so uh, got the, the site set up. Um, and it's just a basic landing page with text on it at the moment. Um, and so just on, what day is it now? Thursday, isn't it? So just Tuesday and Thursday, I only spent £10 each day on Twitter ads. Um, but it got 30 engagements, which the Twitter ads thing claims is either retweets, replies, or clicks. Right, okay. And I didn't get any retweets or replies, so I assume that's clicks. So, the, so 20 quid for 30 clicks isn't so bad. It works out as like 65p a click. Yeah. It's not led to anyone filling out the the little form I've got at the bottom to sign up or pretend to sign up to capture their details then be able to follow up with them yeah um, and that's because the landing page I think is pretty basic at the moment in terms of it's just got some text on it in terms right. of like these are the kind of the features or the benefits I can this software will offer to you yeah and this leads on to the next thing again with me lacking on the design skills if I kind of want a, a screenshot of what the app looks like to give right, people an okay. idea of you know how they would use it um and so <clears throat> I'm kind of stuck with, you know, how can I, do I start building the app to be able to build a screenshot? Or I thought of this when I was just writing the notes for the podcast, really, of, of using 99designs to get someone to mock up a screenshot for me mm. in Photoshop. So now I've just got an image I can use. And then as the potential as well, even if, if, if what they do come up with is quite good, then I can use that design going forward as well. Yeah. Um, or the other alternative is, is to find an app and just nick their screenshot and change the text around in the image and stuff to be golf related um, which I might do actually that's well, the cheeky some of, some of the bootstrap templates on um, rap bootstrap they've got those admin um, yeah. templates which look yeah. pretty good probably use one of those maybe yeah so that, yeah there's various options in there mm. um, yeah so I guess the, the next the kind of task for next week will really be to <clears throat> make it look uh, a bit more professional and have a screenshot up there to try and encourage people to sign up yeah. um, I'm meeting on Tuesday next week with uh, one of the golf pros that I originally contacted um, so going to see him he wants help around social media and attracting new clients through social right. media like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that so that's as much a discovery kind of chat to see whether I can help his business as much as anything yeah. and then turn it into an offering you know, for other people Yeah. Um, so yeah that sounds good. good good progress there yeah, yeah I guess so yeah I mean you can go to the landing page at golf.io and you can see how basic it is yeah. and you can kind of understand that people aren't going to sign up for it based on how basic it is I don't think unless they were like not even desperate but you know really really interested yeah um, so I think it needs to, well I know it needs some work on it to kind of encourage people you know to enter their details and think it's actually a real product at the moment yeah which is the problem with that whole minimum viable product isn't it of you shouldn't get something up crappy. It should be minimum, but what you do put up should be still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you? Have you? I should have had a look before the podcast, but I didn't. But have you put up sort of saying it doesn't exist yet? But no, no, no. It's kind of pretending access. it's there. So right. Yeah. So it's the whole smoke and mirrors type page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, interesting. That's good. It's interesting to see how that goes. So you're going to carry on the Twitter ads for a while, or you pause them for a bit. Um, I'll probably pause until I get a screenshot up. Yeah. Um, so I've been going through and just following various teaching professional golfers and stuff. So I might start interacting with them on Twitter. But yeah. That doesn't cost any money, does it? Just to send them some app replies and so on. Um, 
It's raining on the that show. Rain I'm wondering whether this it? rain's going to be picked up by a microphone. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so I'm quite encouraged by, you know, how cheap the Twitter ads work out to be. Yeah, that sounds really but good. Whether we're, obviously, it only works if it ends up getting some conversions at the end of the day. Yeah. So we'll need to see whether once the landing page gets a bit better and more professional and so on, whether it, it results in capturing a few people's details who are interested in, in what's on offer. Mm, cool, that's so, good. So the other thing to I thought I'd bring up is um, we had an interesting issue with our US coupon site. Right. So we got couponcodespro.com. Um, I thought I'd just bring this up just in case anybody else comes across the issue. And so we started noticing that our site was starting to get de-indexed by Google in the middle of February. And we went into, uh, I went into Google Webmaster Tools, and you can do fetches Google on there. Mm. And for every page on the site, we do fetches Google. And it would come back as temporary unava- temporarily unavailable. Right. And so it seemed as though, and I checked with a couple of SEO people I know, as though you know either our server or the infrastructure of the hosting company were blocking the Google IP addresses for some reason. Mm. <coughs> and so I contacted the, the hosting company, and we, we just rent a server off them. We don't have a management plan with them. And they were like, oh, we can't help you unless you take up one of our management plans. <laughs> I was like, well, that's great. So... I ended up actually moving over to the UK server, um, which we, we knew was working, is working fine. Mm. Um, but then I saw an interesting thing on inbound.org last night that Ran Fishkin tweeted out as well, that a number of customers of Rackspace, and we, we don't use Rackspace, we use a company called SingleHop, but they'd started to notice that uh, their sites were getting de-indexed by Google as well. And it was kind of leaning towards it's a, a Windows update that's happened at some point that wow. for some reason is making this is stopping Google from indexing your site. Oh <laughs> it gosh. seems like a real big issue, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously, enormous. it's a huge issue. And that, that particular server, it's Windows Server 2012, it was set to automatic updates. Oh, God, all right. Which I, yeah, I know. From a security, well, I was going to say from a security standpoint, it's a good idea because you get the automatic yeah, updates, yeah. but then it could, as has happened now, it does an update and something breaks and, yeah. you know, you don't realize until a later date. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I'm going to go back to single hop now and say, look, perhaps you should have looked into this because a lot of your, more of your customers might be affected by this issue than you realize. <laughs> and P.S. We've moved off your server, so we're going to cancel our server. Yeah. So it kind of shows, you know, their, their tactic of just saying, oh, you've got to take out a management plan has backfired because they're going to lose a customer and they had an early opportunity to fix the problem for other people before they yeah. perhaps realized it as well. But that's a brunt within itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if anybody else has got Windows Server 2012 that is set to automatic updates and they've noticed their site has been de-indexed by Google, then... Um, this might Look be the that, issue. Yeah. And there was on the inbound.org thread, which we can link up to. There was no, no one, no one had come up with a, a resolution yet. But do you know if it's just Windows two thousand, Windows Server two thousand twelve? I don't know. That's just what mm. we particularly happen to be I, running I want on. I'll so. scurry away and check my sites. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so just go to Fetch's Google, and if it comes back with an uh, temporarily unavailable, yeah. Which, if you look at the Google um, explanation for that, it means that either too many requests have been sent to that server from Google, or the server's just taking too long to respond, right? Which is misleading because that's it doesn't seem to be that's what's mm. happening. But yeah. why on earth would an update cause that though? I it's don't know. Crazy, isn't it? It was like when I started looking at the issue, it's kind of like a bit of a black box because you use Google Chrome and you know the HTTP status was coming back as fine and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you test. I think it, we tested it with various other Google-related tools, such as a structured data tool and other things like that. Yeah. And they all came back as the URLs were unavailable. So it's it's a weird one. Mm, perhaps it's a big know. ploy to get everyone to use Bing. Well, yes, <laughs> someone posted that actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess get 
people be wearing keep an eye yeah, on yeah that's crazy yeah yeah scary stuff so you got any other stuff before we move on to our goals update not really no um well, there's the, there's one thing I'll say it now. Uh, there's there's the a Brighton Marathon Sounds like place. An admission. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like an admission coming up. No, no, it's not an admission. No, I was going to save it till later. But since we're, uh, it's just popped into my mind. I'll say it now. Um, Silvana mistakenly won a place in the Brighton Marathon uh, on Facebook the other day. Right. Now she doesn't run, and <laughs> she's not going to run the marathon. And there's no way I've got time to prepare for it. So, so we've got this place for the Brighton Marathon, right. which is the end of May. Um, and so I just thought I'd say if anybody out there is a runner and fancies running the Brighton Marathon, I know you've shied away from it because you've got the London Marathon. I thought it was Marathon. March, actually. Uh, no, it's not March. It's May. Is it May, is it? No. Uh, no, sorry. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, because I said no because I'm kind of on my training plan. I wouldn't be ready to do it then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll put the date in the show notes. Um, but basically it's uh, running for, it's a charity place for mm. young people with dementia in West Berkshire. Um, and... It was quite funny because they put it up as a competition, you know, with a mysterious prize. First person to comment. Right. And, and Silvana just commented thinking, well, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, and he said, congratulations, you've won a place in the Brighton Marathon. It's like, is that really a prize? <laughs> I'm not sure. So um, but anyway, yeah, it's there. So if somebody's keen to run a marathon and haven't got a place, whatever, then there's yep. one going for the Brighton Marathon. Just email me. And do they not do the team thing for the Brighton Marathon? Well, you know, I do for the Reading where each person runs four or five miles. Oh, I don't know. Do actually, you not try and convert it into that and get. That's a few an interesting idea. Yeah, I'll because uh, if I'd we can't get anyone, that. if we can't get anyone to do it, then it's going to be a bit tricky. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll look into that. That's a good idea. So should we move on to goals then? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go for it. My no, no, because only because my first goal was around run streak, and it's ah. kind of related to the London Marathon. Actually. Perfect. Yeah, and the Reading half. In terms of the run streak's going well, I'm still doing it. And even on Sunday evening, after I'd spent a few hours at the golf club drinking after playing, I ran out and did a mile. <laughs> did you? <was>, yeah. <laughs> did you scare anybody? I've done that twice now. <laughs> so I wouldn't advise to anybody, but I was so desperate to keep the run streak going that... Uh, oh, you must have looked the right sight coming around the corner. Um, well, thankfully, no. I don't think I saw anybody, which was a good no, thing. Right. I did it that late. That's how long I was down the golf club. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So I'm enjoying doing the run streak and enjoying doing it every day. And I'm enjoying running up to four or five miles. Yeah. I really can't motivate myself to run any further. And so the first seeds of doubt are being sown of perhaps I'm not going to do the Reading Half and London Really? Marathon. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just bloody cold as well. That's what's kind of putting me off the long if, training runs. If you don't run the... I mean, because the Reading Half Marathon's right at the right time that you're supposed to be running that sort of distance yeah. in your training for the London Marathon. So I think you should just do it. Yeah, I don't know. If I don't do a couple of long runs like around 10 miles within the next week or two, yeah. then I'm going to knock but it But you've got there. to get up to that distance at some point. Why? Why can't... Well, because... So for the, the, training for the London Marathon. Well, that's... A, I mean, I'd knock it on the head. Oh, well, you, you'll not do, do either both. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm kind of thinking, well, I'm enjoying doing run streak. Right. And the kind of the date... It's the whole date and deadline pressure thing yeah. that I can see these things looming in the future. And it's kind of adding stress into my life. That <laughs> like, Fuck it, I'm not going to do it. Then I wouldn't really care. And I just I can carry on like doing run streak. If I manage to do that for this whole year, you know that would be a right. big win for me, and that would be so success. It, and so perhaps taking on trying to do run streak and do the London Marathon in the same year is perhaps too big a challenge. Oh, I see what you're saying. And right. I don't like the cold weather. I don't like running in the cold weather. Yeah. And so picking the London Marathon when you've got a train 
across winter and spring and all these cold periods is perhaps just not a very good idea. Right, for me. yeah. 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 I don't oh, know. It's a shame, but um I guess if it's uh if it's not working out then you've got to Yeah, I'm not saying either way that I'm not gonna do it or I'm Yeah. But I've got to make a decision soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. well, yeah, so the run streak is still going well. Yeah, I'll well, go through mine quickly because I can just rattle through. Them. Okay, yeah, go for um, it. The run streak is going well. I've been running every day. I'm up to like fifty-seven something like that now. I think. Uh, podcast, we've been doing that every week. Yeah, that's another win. Tick. Um, Voucher Codes Pro is improving. We've seen our rankings go up last week and this week, which Fantastic. is good. Slowly but surely. Um, the golf site is in progress. Work in progress as yeah. the updates go. And WordPress, I've kind of knocked that on the head. I was like, do a plug-in thing, but I was like an add-on goal. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've still set the target of learning PHP as like the next learning goal, I think. Okay. Because again, because the developers that we've got exist in the PHP developers. So yeah. rather than force them into learning Microsoft Stack and ASP.NET MVC, yeah. it makes sense to, whether I just don't get involved in the coding at all and just lean on them to do PHP because we're looking at actually voucher codes pro of moving that over to PHP now rather than really PHP. only because I'm the only person that works on it and I'm the bottleneck for everything that needs to be done okay and so there's so much other stuff that I could be doing but I'm having to build these calculator and quiz type things that are not challenging to do just time consuming and anyone could be doing those things yeah um, so it makes more sense oh, to okay. migrate it yeah over. that does make sense yeah yeah so I might get to the point where I'm um, not doing any coding and just managing, I guess. Eek. We'll see. Eek. Yeah. Wonder how you get on with that. On that particular project, I guess. Right, I'm you'll still be doing other stuff. stuff. Yeah. On the golf site, that's yeah. You know, my forever, your forever project. project. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Well, my goals. I mean, they're fairly similar, aren't they? Really. Did I wanted to run the half marathon faster than last year? Now that's in the balance. I think. Uh, I think I'll. I'll definitely run the Reading half marathon, but because of the injuries and stuff, I'm, I'm up to ten kilometers now. Um, so next week I'll be doing. 13 kilometers which is eight miles so that if i can manage that yeah then i'll be fine running it but i'm not running faster than i was last year simply because of you know just trying to make sure i don't mm. injure myself again who knows on the day i might get a um did spurt last of time, inspiration. Yeah. i did last time yeah i run fast last time so who knows but uh i'm not that i think that one's in the balance running faster than last year the earnings of two thousand pound a month by the end of the year again um there's no progress on that positively at the moment but you know, it's early days, early in the year. Podcast each week we're doing. Personal blog, we're, I've got until the end of the week to write this month. So I think I know what I'm going to do. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll get that done as well. Um, and the other ones were not working evening and weekends, which at the moment it's just not happening. I am working evenings and weekends. Not so much weekends, but evenings definitely. What are you working on on evenings and weekends though? Is it your... It's the joined up data stuff. Um, right. Anything, yeah. I, I mean, anything outside of freelancing, because the freelancing at the moment is full on. Um, anything outside of that is evenings, basically. Yeah. Um, and sometimes at the weekend, but mainly evenings. And then I wanted to run one more half marathon, which... I haven't signed up for one yet, but I think I'll I will do that. Um there's a few later in the year, like the Henley half marathon apparently is quite a good one. But yeah. So yeah, so not too worried about the goals so far. Well, I am worried about the earning two thousand pounds a month by the end of the year, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. But if you went down your Q T book idea thing, you could pre sell that easily in a month. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I am keen on that idea. I mean this week I've I've actually answered a couple of QT related questions on one on Cora and one on a QT project forum and I, I yeah it's, it feels feels good to do that you know help someone out um, mm. in that way and I do like the idea I, I don't know just uh, still mulling it over really whether it's because the part of it is that um, you know 
you kind of like it's that that personal brand thing, isn't it? You become a, a person selling yourself as yeah. an expert in a particular subject, and so the path of that would be writing a book and then maybe writing another book and then another book around about the same topic. Yeah. Um, and the only really way to the only way to branch out from that is that because I mentioned also building apps as tutorials or building apps to help me write tutorials. Um, and that, um, they might turn into products that also bring in money. Mm. That's a good, that would be a good outcome. But of course, if you're, de- if you're spending all your time writing books and writing articles about QT, then you've got no time to do the marketing for the products and stuff like that. So it's a, yeah. that's the thing that's kind of, um, I'm not sure about at the moment, which, which way I'd want to go. Um, I mean, that'd be a nice problem to have though you know so it's it's one of those yeah one of those things it's difficult to get my head around so i just need to really get my act together and, and sort that out what i what i what i want to do but um we'll see about that yeah cool anything else don't think so weren't you talking about tidying earlier yeah i've decided not to rant about that though no i was run i having a good moan when you came in, wasn't yeah. I, about tidying the house? But it did it did remind me of the, uh, if you've listened to Amy Hoyt. Just in Hoyes. case Sophie ever listens to the podcast. <laughs> I, I literally, well, just before we started recording, I said I'm going to have a rant about the house because Sophie will never listen to the podcast, but I decided. Yeah, so. best leave that. <laughs> but there was a thing, it did trigger something in my mind. I, I don't know if anyone's list, listening to it at the moment. I don't think you've signed up for it yet, but the um, the Amy, Amy Hoyt's got a podcast now. The Is it called Stacking Bricks or Stacking the Bricks? It's quite good and I'm quite enjoying it. I like a lot of the stuff that Amy Hoy puts out. I always read. And um, when you were talking about that, it reminded me of one of the recent episodes of the podcast where she was talking about a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up mm-hmm. and relating that to building a business and bootstrapping. And uh, so apparently that's a fantastic book. So if you do, if you are concerned about tidying up, perhaps that's one for you to read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the only comment I will pass that I said earlier to you is, you know, some days you wake up in a bit of a funk and you've got a long to-do list and you really can't be bothered to turn a computer on and do anything is yeah. I do do an easy job like put some washing on or tidy up a bit here or tidy up a bit there and at least you've started the day with a quick win Yeah, and if you do do nothing else at least you can feel you're like you've been a bit productive and yeah I think that really does work I mean I have a lot of stuff like just little DIY jobs around the house and stuff which I know are there for me to do but they're not really important and I, they're always at the back of my mind and I never get around to doing them but yeah. exactly like you're saying if, if, if I'm just having a bad day or whatever and I just go and do one of those jobs then it can turn things around because mm. you've, you've ticked something off and even though it's deep in the back of your mind it's something ticks off your list yeah. which you, it can release that stress I will tell you something funny actually related to uh, to toys that we were talking about so you say yeah. kids have got too many toys kids and toys so yeah. I did the uh, I went to the tip the other day and took a fair bit of rubbish out of our attic down there yeah and Soph knew I was going to the tip and I'd been threatening to take some of Isabel's toys down the tip that I didn't think she played with anymore and of course I wouldn't do it but so I came back Sophie came back from work that evening and I was like, well, I've been to the tip and I've taken some of Isabel's toys to the tip as well, so you've got to tell me which ones I've taken within the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I haven't taken any, but she won't, I'm gonna, so I'm going to see like, what her answer is. As yeah. to what, uh, <laughs> That's cruel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, I guess, prove the point that she's got too many toys. Yeah. The, the example I said to you was we went to Tembi with like a, just a small carrier bag of toys and Isabel was as happy as anything with yeah. just those Kids only ever play with two or three toys at a time, you know, for durations of time. Mm. We've got, uh, half of our house is full of toys, like we were saying earlier. 
and it's crazy and but you can't stop it because every birthday every christmas family friends they want to buy presents and you can't say no don't buy presents well you can but you kid don't um jehovah's witnesses they don't celebrate birthdays or christmas do they yeah i don't fancy that (laughs) (laughs) i had one other thing actually uh stuff um there's a there's an organization set up in the thames valley in the uk um but it's based in Reading at the moment called Connect TVT, mm-hmm. Connect Thames Valley Technology. I'll put the link to it in the, in the show notes, but they've got a um, co-working hub in Green Park in Reading, um, which is, I think it's free for the first day as a sort of trial, and then it, it, they charge £10 a day, or there are deals if you sign up for a week at a time or whatever, it's cheaper. Um, and it's quite good. I mean, there are lo- loads of people working in there, bootstrappers, um, new, new companies, tech companies. They're about to set up a tech lab, right. which has got sort of loads of hardware in it, um, different devices and stuff. So if you're building an app, you can basically rent some time in there to, to test your, your app mm. on various devices, that sort of thing. Um, so it's not set up yet, but that's that's coming. Um, yeah, and it's, it's really good. It, uh, the, the, they had a bit of a problem with Wi-Fi yesterday because they had a big meeting on there. Yeah. Um, so there were about 60 people at this meeting, plus the people there, and the Wi-Fi didn't cope. So the Wi-Fi was up and down uh, all day. Now, they're, they're, they are working on that, and they're going to improve the Wi-Fi generally, but that was the problem there. But it, it did make me laugh how some people get really irate when the Wi-Fi doesn't work <laughs> really no, bad. Can't really work these days, can you, not often without Wi-Fi? Yeah, I, I, how I, I don't to find Facebook a problem. Twitter and... Uh... Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like it because I kind of like, when it's up, oh, check my email. When it's not... I can get on yeah. coding, you know, and I don't have to worry about um, so you need to go on being Stack distracted. Yeah. Or Stack Overflow. It's all in my brain, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> right, I guess anyway, that's a wrap. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Bye.